You're listening to The Party Girl Podcast with Chelsea Curtis, episode 21. All right, you guys, I'm literally burning the midnight oil as I'm putting on the final touches of this 28-day challenge, and I feel a little bit like a crazy person because every time I create something like this, it is so incredibly hard. And I have to think about who I'm doing it for. And honestly, it is these women who come to me and ask for help and they need more than what I can provide in a quick blurb via DM. You know what I mean? Like they just need to take action and it's not, it can't be answered in one sentence or the limited amount of text that will fit in a message. So Today, I'm working on the last chapters of this challenge and the workbook specifically talking about the three types of traffic and how um, you can earn your traffic and buy your traffic and also leverage other people's lists so that you can start, you know, getting networking opportunities and access to new audiences of people who may be interested in what you have to offer and what you do. So as event planners, I think a lot of times it's easy to just focus on the creative aspects of event planning and say, well, I'm the creative and that's all I need to be. But in order to get noticed, like you have got to create a business model and a portfolio so that you can get noticed It's not enough in this day and age to just be good at what you do. I think that can come later when you've had a few events under your belt and people can refer your name and say, she does good work. But initially, like you have got to get it together. And I think a lot of people don't realize that that's what it takes. And then they just kind of give up and say, that's too hard or it's not fair or no one can make it if you're new. And that's not true. There are going to be event planners that are rising up left and right who are willing to put in the work, who are willing to put in the time to make their dreams come true. And I have to remember the quote that if it was easy, everyone would do it. That's it. If it were so easy, everybody would do it. I know there's a lot of creative people out there. And sometimes as women and as moms, I think when things get too hard or it's too complicated or we don't want to find a mentor to help us figure it out, We just say, oh, I'm busy right now, and then we put it on the back burner. It's no wonder that women are so far behind men in the workplace, and I think it's because of the choices we make to put our dreams on hold and focus on other things. Is that bad? No, absolutely not, and I do that myself, but I also find that I'm happiest when I find fulfillment in creation and working, and as much as I love my kiddos, Like at the end of the day of parenting or running from the park to the playland to the museum, like I'm exhausted and I felt like I ran around all day and I didn't do anything. Like I didn't accomplish anything, even though we were going, 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 you know, and that's part of maybe my internal strugglehood with motherhood and not finding fulfillment there. And I can own that. Um, So for me, again, like I have to dedicate time Do I want to be spending the rest of my life up until 2 a.m. working on projects? Probably not. But if putting in that work right now means that I can save some other mama down the road years, literally years of her life so that she can just take action, like it would have been worth it for me. And I'm kind of realizing that there's a certain point in your business where you can only learn so much and do so many events 
um, before you recognize that that's not going to fulfill you anymore. I mentioned this a few episodes ago about my first student who hosted her dance party and she lived up in Idaho and she did this whole circus theme based on the greatest showman and watching from my house, like on my phone, sitting on the couch, just scrolling through her Instagram stories. I was so elated. It was so fun for me. So rewarding to see somebody that's worked so hard that I got to help mentor that I was a small piece of their journey, create something that they had dreamt of that they were nervous to do because they didn't know how to do it. And to know that I was a small piece to help streamline her process and help her get sponsors lined up and make sure that the event was a success so that she could go on to do more was so, so rewarding. And that's what drives me is I'm to the point now where I can put together a beautiful event in my sleep. No problem. But who am I serving? Who am I giving back to? Who can I help? And now like having this little army of Party Planner Academy students and knowing that they're out doing their best work and doing good things like that inspires me to just, you know, put a different level and a a different spin on what I'm teaching, not just like how to be an event planner, but how to go above and beyond. So today I had an experience where my most recent dance party, we ended up um, sending her a sponsor template and she donated the entire venue for free, which is awesome. Super not common, um, for most people, but for me, I usually get almost every venue donated. I rarely ever pay anything. I'll sometimes pay a cleaning fee, but most of the time I am not paying for venues, which is amazing. And I do that because I leverage sponsorship packages and templates that I've created. Well, she emailed me today and said, Hey, um, your event last weekend, it looked great. Like I just wanted to let you know that we are missing a microphone. And she explained like where it was and what was going on. And I was thinking back because my DJ brings in all of his own equipment. And this time, because they had speakers there, he actually used their speakers for my dance party just to get some extra sound. But I don't remember the microphone coming down. And so I was thinking back and after I sent, um, you know, like we're sent an email saying we're done using the venue. I always capture a video of the space when I left just as like a documentation to show that I left it better than I found it. And so I walked through the video and unfortunately I didn't get the upstairs where we had put the speakers back. And so I couldn't see where the microphone was and I was trying to get this figured out and trying to figure out if the DJ had it. So I called my husband, I called people who worked the event, called the DJ and no one had seen it. Well, she mentioned that they had done a sound test earlier that day. And so the microphone was actually in this back corner behind where our stage was set up. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like I totally remember seeing a microphone laying in the corner over there. Was it on this particular wall right here? And she emailed me back and said, yes, that's exactly where we left it. And I said, you know what? I remember seeing that, but I don't know what happened to it by the end of the night because my husband and everybody was helping to sweep and mop and And it just, I never saw it after that. And I'm so sorry. Um, I was the one in charge of the venue this night. And so I want to take full responsibility. Of course, right? And it's not my fault. I don't know what happened to this microphone. I have no idea what happened to it. And again, like here we are going on two weeks after the event. So my event was two weeks ago and I'm the one in question. So what I decided to do was just offer to pay for a new microphone. I said, if you would just send me the link for whichever Amazon microphone you want, or if you want to choose whichever 
retailer you prefer and send me a Venmo, I would be more than happy to take care of that. It's the least I could do. Um, you know, I, I know I saw it there. And so I want to just take responsibility. So before I tell you her response and what ended up happening, I just want to share that this is exactly what I'm teaching in the Party Planner Academy. I'm not teaching you how to just get a free venue. I'm teaching you how to be exceptional when you work with people that they say, oh my gosh, like you went above and beyond and blew me away. So they would be more willing to have you come back. They'd be more willing to give you the venue again for free because it was such a good experience for them. She emails me back and I couldn't even believe it because, you know, like this is how I am. This is how I try to run my life. I try to offer you know, the best, like what, what is the best thing I could do in this situation with anything that comes up, especially negative things like missing items or lost things. She emails back and says, I don't say this very often, but I'm honestly blown away by you. Like ever since working with you, especially offering you a free venue, like you never know what you're going to get, but like you have just impressed me so much. And I don't say that very often. So don't take that compliment lightly. And I just, you know, responded with, Oh, I don't take it lightly at all. And I'm absolutely 100% serious. Let's for sure order your new microphone. And if you end up finding the other one, like, great, you'll have two. Um, But it's really my pleasure. I would be more than happy to make sure that we just get this sorted for you. Like, it's the least I could do. Anyway, she messages me back about an hour later saying, oh, my goodness, we found it. It was misplaced in this area. And no worries. Thank you again. So you know, I guess the moral of the story is like, it's not enough to just know how to get free stuff. If you aren't going to treat people right, it's not enough for me to teach someone how to get paid by a sponsor. If they're going to leave them hanging and give them a bad experience and not report back, you know, like I am teaching actual methods on why people love to work with me. And it's not enough to just say like, Oh, here's how to get a free, whatever. Like I, I, the reason I'm done giving free advice to people is because I want to be able to curate the type of experience that they're getting. Like when somebody says, oh, you went through the party planner Academy, that they know that that means that they're going to have an exceptional experience, that they're going to have that high end five-star completely, you know, thrilled to work with you experience. And honestly, like even if that microphone would have cost $200 or more, like, you know, I have no idea what type of microphone it was. It would be a small price to pay to just make sure that somebody knew that I had their best interest and that I do what I say I'm going to do. So today I want to teach you and to, to basically challenge you to step up and elevate your business strategy as well as who you are in business and how you show up to things, because I promise you that that is what will make you unforgettable. And that is what will make people want to work with you over and over. Thank you so much for joining and I'll catch you in the next episode. 